so it's almost Christmas time and Jesus is coming. Let's acknowledge him, Jesus. We thank you and praise you for telling us things to come, for letting us know that you're coming and it could be any day. Thank you for teaching us that we need to watch and pray. We love you and praise you. Teach us, Lord. Give you all the glory. So it is almost Christmas time and Jesus could come at any moment. He could surprise you and come at Christmas. So today we're going to talk about the elect. Jesus is actually scaring me. It seems like he's, you know, he's been telling me to tell people he's coming, but it's getting so much stronger. I just feel it in my spirit that it could be any day. And I really don't feel ready, but at the same time, I feel like every once in a while, he just makes it like it's going to be right away. And pay attention. So you're the one that's elected. And I'm going to read a couple translations. Matthew um, 31, 24, 31. And he will send out his angels with a loud trumpet call, and they will gather his elect, his chosen ones, from the four winds, even from one end of the universe to the other. So the message Bible, Matthew 24, starting in verse 30, then the arrival of the Son of Man. It'll fill the skies. No one will miss it. Unready people all over the world, outsiders of the splendor of the power, will raise a huge lament as they watch the Son of Man blazing out of heaven. At the same moment, he'll dispatch, dispatch his angels and a trumpet blast summons, pulling in God's chosen from the four winds of the earth, from pole to pole. And I looked up that word, lament, just to make it more real to us. A passion, a passionate express of grief or sorrow, to mourn a person's loss or death. Moan, moaning, groan, weeping, sorrow, wailing. That's what it's going to be like. Unready people all over the world, outsiders of the splendor of the power, will raise a huge lament as they watch the Son of Man blazing out of the heaven. At that same moment, he'll dispatch his angels of the trumpet blast, summons pulling in God's chosen from the four winds of the earth. I also want to read this to you in the voice. That is when the sign of the Son of Man will appear in the sky. All the nations of the earth will mourn. They will see the Son of Man coming, and they will see him in power and glorious, riding on chariots of the clouds of the sky. With a loud trumpet call, he will send out his battalions of heavenly messengers, and they will gather his beloved faithful elect from the four corners of creation. And battalions, I want you to know what that means, a large body of troops ready for battle. A large body of troops. And that's the same word um, some translations use for angels. And so it's going to be scary for that person who is not ready in the message then the arrival of the Son of Man, it'll fill the skies. No one will miss it. Unready people all over the world. Jesus keeps saying, get ready. I'm coming. If you're not ready, it's going to be so scary for you. You're going to be moaning and weeping and crying because you didn't get ready. It's going to be scary. 
And so you want to be that chosen one. You want to be the one. The chosen one is the one that was faithful to Jesus. You took the time to get to know him. You fell in love with him. And you got ready. You got ready for him. You found out he was your groom. He's the most important thing ever. He loves you. He thinks about you all the time. And you got ready. You started getting ready for the wedding. Even if you're not finished getting ready, you're getting ready. And he's going to send out his angels. His angels who are ready for battle. It's going to be scary. You're going to hear mourning and weeping. as Jesus comes to get those who prepared for him. The unready, that, that just so sticks out at me right now because that's what he's saying. Unready people all over the world, outsiders of the splendor and the power of the power, and will raise a huge, a huge lament as they watch the Son of Man blazing out of this heaven. At that same moment, he'll dispatch his angels with a trumpet blast, a summons pulling in God's chosen from the four winds, from pole to pole. Then verse 32, take a lesson from the fig tree. From the moment you notice its buds, from the merest tint of green, you will know summer is just around the corner. So it is with you. When you see all these signs, you know he's at the door. Don't take this lightly. I'm not just saying this for some future generation, but for all of you. This age continues until all these things take place. Sky and earth will wear out, but my words won't wear out. He is coming. He is going to do what he said he is going to do. And the reason he hasn't yet is because we're not ready. He doesn't want you to miss it. He doesn't want you to be the one that hasn't understood his splendor, his glory. You haven't taken the time to get to know him. And if you don't, you're going to miss out because you're not going to get ready for someone you don't know. And he's choosing the ones who love him, who care, who are living their life expecting him. If you're not living to expect him, you're not going to be ready. That's just how it's going to be. If you don't plan on marrying someone, you're not going to get ready for that person. If you don't plan on somebody picking you up at your door, you're not going to be ready. Jesus is planning to come. All this is in the works of happening, Peter says. And while we wait for him to come, we need to be getting ready, getting rid of those spots and wrinkles, the defects, the things that aren't going to fit into heaven. Letting, us, letting him recreate us and his likeness. It's going to be scary that day. It's going to be scary. Jesus is going to come, and the winds are going to blow, and the angels are going to be dispatched to go and get God's chosen. And it's not, and it's not a favorite that he, he chooses. It's the one that chooses him. Did you prove your love for him? You know, that can mean many, many, many things. We're going to go through things for Jesus. We're going to be persecuted. 
And we're going to do it because we love him, because we want to live with him forever and ever and ever. And so we're faithful to him no matter what, no matter what comes our way. And things are going to get tough. But you have something to look forward to, to live forever and ever with Jesus in heaven. So dig your feet in, no turning back. As I said, I feel his warning is stronger. The time is closer. I don't know if he's coming this Christmas. Maybe it's next Christmas. Maybe, maybe it isn't Christmas at all. I don't know. But he did tell me a couple of years ago, it was Christmas time, and I was about to go shopping, and my radio was on in the car, and I heard him say, Santa's not coming, I'm coming. And I'm thinking it was probably a Santa Claus commercial or something, and I felt his grief. I felt his unrest, his sorrow, his pain, that we're getting ready for things that don't matter. We're getting ready for temporary occasions, and we're making a big deal out of it. But we're not making a big deal out of Jesus coming. He's left behind. He's left aside. And he's mourning and sorrowful if he doesn't get to choose you, if you didn't choose him, if you're just leaving him behind, if you're ignoring him. And he's having me reach out to you today. Again, the time is closer. I can feel it. I don't know how close. No one knows the day or the hour, not even the Son of Man. Only the Father knows. When he says it's time, it's time. On that day when you stand before him, there's no time to, to repent. Jesus won't be changing his mind. The time is up. It's already been decided. And he'll have to say, away from me, I never knew you, because you ignored him. He's in love with you. He doesn't want to turn you away. So don't turn him away. Get ready. Get ready every day as if it's Christmas, as if it's Christmas and Jesus is coming on Christmas. I went to a church, and I was totally surprised. I had never been there before, well, once or twice. and Well, actually, once before the second time. And they started talking about Jesus coming. And it was one of those churches that weren't very big. Not very many people in it. Not like the big fancy churches where they never mention it, or if they do, they're almost ashamed to say Jesus is coming in case they'd be wrong. But in this church, they were talking about it. They were praying to him and saying they were expecting him. They were expecting him to come. Expect him. Let's pray. Jesus, we come to you. We humble ourselves before you. And we thank you and praise you for waiting for us. But we know that the wait can't be forever. And the only thing I know how to say, Lord, is help us. Help us. 
Help us to see the truth. Thank you for reaching out, telling us things to come. We give you all the praise and all the glory. Jesus has a word for us. Many will call me Lord, Lord. Many call me Lord now, but it's only their lips that call me Lord, not their heart. I love you. I care about you. My mind is on you all the time. Yet, you don't think of me very often. I long to see you when you stand before me that day and be able to say, well done, my good and faithful servant. Thank you, Jesus. He's so good. He's so in love with us. Thank you so much for listening today.